it in your eyes Take me out to cafe binge tonight Be the beauty, sense the beauty everywhere worldwide Take me out to cafe binge tonight Hello everyone and welcome to the Cafe Binge Podcast. I'm so happy to be here today talking to you guys. I took off a week, a week of podcasting. I'm still such a beginner at this and this last week was just crazy, just crazy personal life stuff where you feel like your life is literally falling apart, which is okay. Um, So yeah, I just took a week off to kind of recalibrate, um, reevaluate, do a gut check, all of that kind of stuff. But I'm back today with a topic that I really, really want to talk about and I think that needs discussing a little bit. So today I want to talk about something and maybe I'm going to be a little overly dramatic about it but I seriously think it's a plague of our society like for real in full effect a plague like eating away at relationships and our communities and our families and religions and tribes and in the workplace and in friendships it's a freaking plague can I tell you what it is it starts with the letter g Gossip. If you guessed gossip, gold star for you. You guys, it's literally one of the most disturbing societal sicknesses I know of. I wish I was joking. And I think it happens so often, we don't even realize when we're involved in gossip. But it's such a nasty habit that we've got to quit. Here's why. Gossip means that you're sharing a story that's not yours to share, which I think we often think of gossiping as exaggerating a story or full-on fabricating a story um, or sharing something with malicious intent. And yeah, like while it can be all of those things, you can also be gossiping under the pretense of kindness, that you're just sharing the news or keeping someone in the loop. Um... But I think one of the most common source points for gossip is because it's just really easy. It's really easy to share someone else's story, and it's a very lazy way to bond with another. We love to confide, to listen, to talk, to laugh, especially when it doesn't put us at risk. Um, It's exciting to share something that another person doesn't know, to see their face light up in surprise. We love to be the first one with a great big news to share. So a researcher and author that I really love, Brene Brown, um, who is a vulnerability, shame, empathy researcher and professor. You guys, if you don't know Brene Brown, get on the train. She is genuinely one of the wisest women of this century. Watch her TED Talk. Watch TED Talks on vulnerability. She has a couple. Um, Watch the talks if you have. Read her books. Um, Daring Greatly, Braving the Wilderness. She has a bunch of books. Um, But I love what she has to say about gossip. Okay, speaking specifically about gossip... She says, it is a hot-wired connection. A hot-wired connection. 
So as humans, we are hardwired for connection. We need connection um, for love, for friendships. And gossip is a way we hotwire that connection. It's connecting for the common interest or common distaste of a certain person. Gossip helps us to build social bonds. Um, The closeness you've built, though, is grounded in hating the same people. It's small. It's sad. It's lazy. That's not love and that's not connection. That's a hot-wired connection. It's not real connection. It's just isolating another human being. Instead of building connection off of we ourselves sharing more of ourselves with another, instead of sharing our own stories, instead of being vulnerable and emotional and expressing our fears, the things we're afraid to say, um, and fully allowing ourselves to connect with another for deep, intimate connection, we rob ourselves of this genuine connection and we exploit another person in the process. Um, We fill the empty gaps in conversation with another's news. So, simply put, gossiping is sharing a story that is not yours to share. Even when you do it out of concern or pity in a bless her heart kind of way, it's a counterfeit connection and it's not real and it's so, so, so damaging. It's a weapon. Um, you don't know the whys of someone else's story. You don't know their emotions. You probably don't have the facts right. And you know you wouldn't want that person to know you're sharing their story. You know it. That's why we talk in hushed tones or behind closed doors or when that person isn't around. Gossiping is seeing people without empathy, without compassion. So anytime you or someone says, okay, you didn't hear it from me, but, or don't tell anyone, but, or so, did you hear about, that means you're not staying in your own lane. It means you're sharing another person's story and you're trying to build a connection on talking bad about others and it's sad and it's gross and it completely breaks trust. I love this quote by Brene where she says, here's where we lose trust with people. If a good friend comes up to me and says, oh my God, did you hear about Caroline? They're getting a divorce and it is ugly and I'm pretty sure her partner's cheating. Brene says, you have just shared something with me that was not yours to share and now my trust for you is completely diminished. So guys, for the last decade or so, I've worked in the beauty industry, which I've told you guys about um, countless number of times. And I worked one-on-one with clients in a very vulnerable type of situation where a lot was shared with me. Um, you know how people always say hairstylists get all the secrets and people just open up and talk. Um, I'm not a hairstylist, but I had a lot of information coming at me. Um, Maybe even more so than a hairstylist because I was in a room one-on-one with that single person and the doors were closed and 
I was doing eyelash extensions, so their eyes were closed even, and it was, I don't know, just this environment where people opened up a lot, which I actually really liked. I love talking with people in a deep and intimate way, but it was such an exhausting environment at times because my clients knew each other, or at least knew of each other, and people wanted info. People wanted to connect because we want connection, right? And they wanted to connect with me with what they thought was shared interest, disdain, concern for other clients of mine. And it was, quite honestly, it was such a toxic environment. I don't know how I stayed in that career for nine years. Actually, I do. Yes, I do. I have so many wonderful clients, so many, and I'm, I'm using huge generalizations in retrospect. Um, but sadly, there were so many times I was caught up in gossip. I'd feel completely sick afterward. And because I didn't know how to get out of it, I never knew how to shut down gossip. And I, at times, because I was trying to get connection, because we all are, I use those connections, those hot-wired connections, that gossip connection um, to connect with people, which is is just messed up. Um, and I just, yeah, like I said, I never knew how to shut down gossip. It always felt awkward. I would try to change the subject or divert their attention. And I full well knew that we had nothing interesting to talk about. Because sometimes you just don't have common interests with people. You just don't. And so instead of talking about, I don't know, like life philosophies or spirituality or, I don't know, interesting things, science or or whatever crazy thing it is, you can't connect that way. So you revert back to gossip. We had nothing to talk about. It's the laziest approach for connection and one I feel so much remorse for Um, and I hated it. So it got so bad with certain people and I was so bad at turning the conversation around that I would like fire clients. I would let them go because I couldn't take those types of conversations anymore. It was passive and it was lame. It was lame of me to fire clients because I didn't like the conversation that I was a part of. Um, so because of this, and this isn't just in work, right? Like I'm, I'm using this example, but it takes place everywhere in families and in friendships. And you, it's hard because you've kind of, we've kind of become shamed for being like the prude that will stand up for things and call people out on it, which is dumb. Um, But I wanted to share with you guys three ways I found to deal with gossip and people who thrive in those kinds of conversations. Because some people do thrive. You know, you know about the neighborhood gossips or certain friends that whenever you see them, you know it's going to be gossip. You know we're going to be talking about others instead of interesting ideas and concepts. You revert to talking about others and sharing other people's stories Um, We all have those people in our life and maybe we've been that person. Um, So three ways that I found to deal with gossip. One, show compassion. 
always show compassion and speak compassion. Show empathy for that person. Because the truth is that you don't know their story. You don't know their story and you don't know what emotions fueled their actions or what that person was lacking or how they were craving love or whatever it is, right? We don't know why people do the things that they do and we don't even know if they're true and ultimately, it's none of our business. It's none of our business. It's our business to stay in our own lane and to love people. Stay in your lane and love people. So if someone brings up a story of another um, that paints them poorly or whatever, show compassion, be empathetic, and share something of yourself that's true. Because I think people gossip because they don't want to share themselves. They don't want to share the ways that they struggle or the things that they fear or the ways that they've maybe misstepped. Um, So I think it's helpful in the situations to show empathy by sharing more of ourselves. I think we love shifting, shifting the light away from us so people don't shine the light on our mistakes. But shine the light right on yourself in a very empathetic way and to share a story with that person who was just gossiping about A time that you did something, that you did something that you knew wasn't in alignment with your highest good, but it was because you were feeling a certain way. It was because you didn't know better. It was because you were craving something. You didn't feel loved or enough or worthy or whatever. Be empathetic and recognize that you don't know, you don't know why people do what they do. You don't. So stay in your lane and have so much love. The second approach is to compliment the victim of the gossip. Compliment them. Speak speak to their light. Try saying, you know, I've always loved this about that person. Or, you know, I've never noticed that, but I have noticed that they're incredibly kind. Or I have noticed that they're so giving. Or whatever, compliment them, shift the conversation in a way that you are highlighting their strengths because everyone has strengths, right? Everyone has so much light and a couple shadow parts, right? We all have our shadow parts. Um, I live in a really interesting community. Um, If you guys live in Utah or if you know about Utah, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, Where gossip is... It's so common. It's so common to talk about the clothes people are wearing and whether they can or cannot wear certain underwear with those clothing. If you're if you know about the religion I'm talking about, then you'll know. Which is just so weird, right? It's so weird to have an opinion about what people are wearing and if it is quote-unquote modest or if they should or shouldn't be wearing that or whether or not this person goes to church on Sunday or how they choose to spend their Sunday or what kind of activities they take part in. It's such a weird, weird 
community to be in. But I've also recognized that it's not unique to where I live and that there are these pockets everywhere and they exist in our friendships and our relationships at work and in our tribes and families and um, gossip is just pretty universal because we all want to shift the light away from our shadow parts and we want to connect. So it's this easiest hotwire connection that we tap into. I think that's also why celebrity gossip magazines are so popular and so prevalent. I just think that we as humans love shifting the blame from us or or shifting attention from the parts of ourselves that we don't like. And when we see another person struggling, it makes us feel better in a weird, gross way. It's gross, right? So tip number two is just to always compliment that person. There's always a way to shift the conversation to where you can be complimenting that person's light. Don't focus on their shadow part because you don't even know. You don't even know what's behind. You don't even know what's involved in that shadow part. Always, always compliment the light and focus on the light. Okay, so the third tip that I have for you, and this is genuinely the greatest method that I have, it's a whammy. Um, and it's one that I found when I was just so frustrated by my inability to reverse gossip and get out of it. And it's a method that I found that works if the first two don't work, if you've shown compassion, if you've complimented the victim and tried to turn the conversation. My third tip is to put it back on them, the person who's trying to engage in gossip, put it back on them and ask them after they've shared another story or are about to or whatever, ask them, why are you telling me this? Boom. Why are you telling me this? Or why are you asking me this? If they come at you with a question, ask them, why are you asking me this? It causes them to stop, reflect, to think, to take a step back, And it just shifts the conversation to thinking about why we're doing something, why we're talking about a person instead of talking about ourselves. So asking someone, why are you telling me this, causes them to think about themselves and their intentions and what they're hoping to get out of this conversation. So try it out. If you just can't get out of gossip and if you're dreading going to lunch with someone because you know they're going to bring up another person's stories, just ask them, why are you telling me this? Why are you asking me this? It works every time. I think we compulsively gossip. I don't even think we realize we're doing it. It's such a social norm. So reflect on your life. I just ask you reflect on your life and truly ask yourself if what you're saying is constructive. Is it positive? Does it build others up? And I'm doing the same thing, you guys. I don't want to be a part of any negative conversations or any gossip, so I'm doing the same thing all the time. Um, Notice when you take part in gossip 
and when you start it. And then just really take notice of how you feel, how you feel when people share these stories with you. If someone asks you, hey, does she still go to church or how is her marriage doing? Notice how you respond when someone says, hey, did you hear about blank? Or so, I heard that they're bankrupt or getting a divorce or I don't know if you heard this about them, but... Do you delight in knowing other people's stories? Does that excite you? Does it, does it fill you with dread? Um, notice. Notice how talking about others makes you feel. Are you using these types of hot-wired connections to make up for a lack of genuine, real, intimate connection with others? Because we do need connection. We do, we do, we do. It's such an integral part of human beings. We need connection to thrive. But doing it by sharing another person's story instead of sharing our own stories and being vulnerable, that's just counterfeit. It's counterfeit connection. It's fool's gold. It's not real. It's not real. So ladies, become a vault. When someone feels safe enough to trust you with their story, become a vault. Respect that. Lock their information down and stay worthy of the trust they gifted to you because that is real connection. They felt safe enough to tell you their story. That is connection. So keep it safe. Remember the phrase, why are you telling me this, when others bring it up, and then go and gossip no more. I love you all. I love this network of just sisters and girl tribes and us supporting one another, and gossip is such a messy, muddy part of that that I just think we've got to quit. We've just got to quit because having a network of girls is one of the greatest assets we have to be able to, to connect with other women and to share our stories and to be seen and heard and valued. So I hope that you resonated with this at all. And if you didn't, that's okay. Um, if you feel like you have someone who could benefit from this, or if you've been talking about this subject with any friends and you're trying to figure out how to uplift your conversations, send this episode to them. If you like this episode, share it, rate it, review it. I love hearing from you guys. Get in touch with me if you have anything to say about this episode. I love hearing your reviews. I love seeing when you guys share something that resonates with you. And I hope that I can create a safe place where we can be seen and heard and share our stories and not be judged for them. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge Podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop, taste them, cherish them because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at cafebinge.com or on Instagram at cafebinge.